BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing fantastic. I am reporting live from Austin, Texas, here for a week of shows. Cannot wait to be back performing the comeback tour. She's back. She's back at the tail end of what could have been RSV or bronchitis, sinus infection from hell, but not COVID. So I don't know what the fuck to tell you guys. I am excited to be here in Austin. I still sound like shit. We are going to weather the storm. We're going to go through it together. I am on the mend for sure. Thought I was going to die last week. Saw the doctor twice and they put me on everything. The antibiotics, the steroids. I got a steroid shot. They were like, nothing's coming up. You just have this like thing that everybody else has. Jeff didn't get it. My writing partner didn't get it. I was with Jen all week. Like, But they're like, it's just around. Satan is trying to take me down and I refuse. And I got to be honest with you, I'm at the point where there's so much postnasal drip, which is, it does mean it's leaving my body, but there is so much postnasal drip that it's starting to give me a tummy ache. You know what I mean? Because it's just, the mucus is just dripping in the back and just settling. So I have like half acid reflux, half rummy tum issues, and it is what it is. Almost had a little bit of a minor panic attack on the flight here. There was a woman behind me. She was hammered, okay? She had on like, you know, a lot of Western wear for flying to Austin. Yes, there are cowboys here, but it, it was it was aggressive. She was an older white woman. I'd say about 65, looked road hard, put away wet, had like a flannel-ish, kind of looked like a blanket you'd put on a horse, you know, matching bottoms. She had really, I mean, just the face was weathered. She had crunchy, crinkly, like, you know, when you used to get Aussie mousse, you know what I'm saying? That Aussie mousse and you used to crunch it in your hair in like the sixth grade because you thought for a second you like had a kink in your hair and you're like, oh, I'm going full curl. So you get that Aussie mousse and then you put the crunchy gel, the LA cool gel in your hair after that. That's what this woman had put in her hair. So I'm sitting in 1D. Okay, I am in 1D. I got the post nasal drip. And this woman is just like smacking the back of her fucking my chair. Now, usually and I think she's watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think, against the Cowboys like there's football on great sports, a deep eye roll. 
This woman, though, is going from son of a bitch, what the fuck, to hysterically, maniacally, joker adjacent laughing. Like nobody knows what the fuck is going on. And I'm sitting next to this really handsome guy, but he's like a total frat daddy. He's like this hot Indian guy and he's a total frat daddy. <laughs> okay, so wait, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. So this woman who is dressed like she is going to a reservation, but it's clearly like you know, no one invited her and they never said she could wear any of the things that she bought at the gift shop. They were like, you're not allowed to wear this. You're a 65-year-old white woman with crunchy hair. Walk the fuck away. Anyways, this woman is lit, hammered. I saw her at the TGI Fridays in the B concourse before we got on the flight. Like, I just knew. And as soon as I saw she sat behind me and her husband had a cell phone clip to the buckle, I said, we're fucked. You know what I mean? So she's hammered. She's she's watching the game before we get on the flight. We get on the flight. And and as soon as I put my seat back, because, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of girl... I fall asleep before takeoff. So as I'm like half asleep. And as soon as those wheels are up, bop, I'm throwing back. She hits the back of my chair. And I'm like, I'm not going to fuck with this, right? Pick your battles in life. It ain't worth it. And I was like, she got her point across. She hit it once. But also, I have the right to lean back. But you guys got to realize that I, I only let people get away with shit so far. So I lean back. I go, she just kind of like adjusts the TV aggressively in the headrest. So she's unhinged. The guy next to me is literally, as the wheels are going up, is finishing a phone call. And this is how the phone call went, okay? So I got crazy lady watching the Buccaneers behind me or the Tampa Bay Bucks, whatever the fuck they are. And this hot, hot finance bro next to me that really threw me for a loop because he had a thick Southern accent. And he's like, okay, so this is the exact conversation. All right, so here's the thing. I think if my family puts in two million, your family puts in three million, and then we put four million in, like get Steve to put in four million. I mean, we're looking at what's that five, four? We're looking at nine million. I mean, I think in two years we could turn it around. Does that sound fair to you? He just kept saying, "Does that sound fair to you?" I don't know a lot about negotiating, but I have a feeling, does that sound fair to you? He's like, not the way to phrase it, right? Because to me, that's like a sign of weakness. Does that sound fair to you? It should just be like, that sounds good, right, Charlie? Great. Have you wired me the money? Capiche. So this guy is just having a very obvious conversation. I don't, at one point, I like honestly can't even tell if he's trying to impress me because I look very cute on this flight. I have on my hat. I have on my Lululemon joggers, my cute new low Nike dunks. I've got my jacket that was custom from the Daily Disco for my last tour. Speaking of which, I need a new jacket. So I look cute. Like I'm vibing. I've got an outfit. It's clear she is booked. She is busy. She's international. She's running around. Like I just am putting out a full fucking vibe. So I, for like a split second, I'm like, maybe this guy is talking loudly because he wants me to know he's got money. And so I'm kind of like, I just kind of look at him and not, you know, like a little, we finish our, our pre, our pre-flight drinks. You know, I had a ginger ale, no alcohol. I had a ginger ale to really solidify the mucus in my stomach. So he's looking at me kind of, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, make the deal, make the deal. And then he just goes right back in. And I'm like, oh, he's, he's on this phone call for 10 minutes as people are boarding too. So I'm like, I don't think he's trying to impress me. Okay. For a second, for a second though, I thought there was a hottie, hottie 
tan man next to me with a thick Southern accent about like to tell me he had money though. You know what I mean? He had money though. So then I realized he's just actually making a deal. So then I got a little bummed out. I was like, all right. Meanwhile, I take a look. I like look at myself in my, the reflection of my phone. Okay. I try and hide it. Like I turn towards the window and try and hide it. And I have like a snot rocket. It's just, it is so bad. There is no skin from the tip of my nose down to like the top of my lip. It's raw. It, the skin is shaved. There was no reason to get an upper lip wax this week because there is nothing left from the amount I have blown my nose, done all of the fucking things. Okay. You know what we're going to specialize in this year? Getting good R&R, getting good rest when we can. And this is why I love Brooklinen, because Brooklinen is the best, okay? And if you want to make shifting seasons something to look forward to, find everything you need for a home refresh with award-winning sheets, comforters, and all the accessories in between, well, then look no further than Brooklinen. I love Brooklinen, and one thing that I really love about them is that they have sleep down to a science. They've literally thought of every single detail to help you find your match. They have comforters right now, okay? They have three different types of comforters because their comforter sale is here. They've got lightweight, all-season, and ultra-warm to make sure you get exactly what you you need at bedtime. Brooklyn also offers a down alternative comfort that feels like down while being a hypoallergenic and eco-conscious option. The fill is made from recycled materials and still sleeps like a dream. We love to hear it. If you're looking to stock up on essentials for your space, Brooklyn's bundles are the way to go. You can buy more for bed, bath, or both and save more money doing it. Pick the colors, plushness, and every detail your heart desires and get a discount at the same time. And for a limited time right now, Brooklyn is offering 15% off comforters. Listen, listening after the sale, visit brooklinen.com today and use code absolutely not for $20 off plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Okay. So don't forget, go to brooklinen.com and then use code absolutely not. Again, that's brooklinen.com code absolutely not. From websites to online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. This is why I love Squarespace. It is the all-in-one platform. I just go in, I crank it in, I can build a website, I can have a online store, I can have a touring website, I can sell merch. Everything I need is literally right there. I love Squarespace because it just makes being online so much easier. Y'all, there are so many different things when it comes to building your business that you could choose from, but work smarter, not harder. I don't know how many times I have to say this on the podcast. Listen, I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm a transparent diva, queen, if you will. And I'm going to let you know what I use. And that's Squarespace. Listen, they have everything from like video blocks. You can connect your social media accounts. They have a traffic overflow. You own all your content and social sharing, analytics, blogging tools. Say you're a blogger. You know, I don't care if you're blogging about how to make crispy rice spicy tuna. Whatever you're blogging about, you can do all of it and run an email campaign that you have the best crispy rice spicy tuna, all of it in one spot. And that's on squarespace.com. Here is the deal. The reason I love Squarespace is just because it's easy, breezy. Head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, go to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Now back to the podcast. So... I do a quick reality check and I'm like, while the fit looks good, the faces 
raw. There is no way for a second that this man was trying to impress me. Okay. He's just dialed in and fucking probably a great businessman and like making deals with his buddy Scott and his other boy, Charlie. Come to find out this guy's adorable, like very kind of fresh off the boat. Indian parents are three seats behind us. Cause at one point during the flight, his dad gets up and he's like, you know, did you get the deal closed? He's like, I got the deal closed. And there was just something that was so funny about seeing this like very just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, this guy went to UT Austin. He was a Sigma guy. And he's like, my dad came over with $2 in his pocket. And you know what the fuck I just did before we took off? I'll tell you what I did. I just made us $10 million. And I kind of then wanted to suck his dick. You know what I mean? I was like, look at how you have given back to your family. What can the rest of us say? I mean, I know I take care of my family. I moved home and live with my mother. Okay, that bitch can't even fart in the wind without me knowing what how, what her fiber content is. Okay, I'm breathing down this bitch's neck. And every time I collect a coin, she's sitting at the kitchen island counting the coin, making sure that she gets a cut. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm not doing the same. But there was something very hot about this guy being like, yeah, dog close the deal with my other ding-dong, very white fraternity brothers. And you know what we did? We're going to make money. And then I was like, I, for a split second, I was like, man, I really hope this, this, this whole deal is in their favor. You know what I mean? I was like, I hope fucking Scott and Charlie lose everything. Anyways, because then I was just getting mad because this white woman behind me with the crunchy fucking Aussie moose hair is like, I just figured she was drunk because the, the energy on the flight was insane. So this woman is screaming every three seconds. And so I finally, you know, my boy next to me had on the game and he wasn't paying attention. He was fucking firing on all cylinders. He had, dude, this guy was typing so quick to close the deal once we connected to Wi-Fi once we got in the air. I was like, I did make a joke. I said, this would be the time where you need your old Blackberry. And he looked at me kind of confused. I was like, you know, Blackberry BBM? Like, y'all know if you had a Blackberry in college, you were the fucking tits. And that's when I realized this guy is not my age. He's probably like just turned 30 and doesn't know what a Blackberry is. And my then more mucus went down to the top of my lungs. I coughed up a bit into my hand. And he was like, are you good? And I was like, I'll have another ginger ale. So now at this point, I've thought this man was flirting. He's not flirting. Now he's just annoyed that I'm trying to like chime in on the deal, you know, but I'm also like, can I get 1%? Like, let me help you out. We could really go in together. I can throw in maybe 10 K. I don't even know what this deal is, but your parents are cute. They seem lovely. And I kind of want to scum these other guys that you called on the phone and you're like, does that seem fair? You know, it's not fair life. Okay. That's what I wanted to say to the woman behind me. Okay. I know I'm jumping all over the place. I took a cold minute. This is a sleepy time cold thing. So we're spiraling. So the woman behind me, every three seconds, is like, son of a bitch. Ah, fuck. Ah. I'm like just screaming. And you're like, what the fuck is going on with this woman? This woman's so unhinged and her husband's laughing at it. And I could just, I, as soon as I saw that her crunchy hair, I felt nothing for her. I said, ma'am, put a brush through it. 
You know what I mean? Like the crunchy, you know what I'm talking about. You know the specific woman who thinks she's so dialed into sports and she thinks she's so, I can go to the bar with the boys. I can go to the bar with the boys. I got a Western wear shirt on. I can go to the bar with the boys. I love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's something about a, like a, like an older woman who pretends to love the sports more than her husband. And I'm not saying that there aren't true fans out there. I love sports, you know, but at the end of the day, that is still Jeff's thing. At the end of the day, the Falcons and the Braves were always my dad's thing. My mom got banned from going to the Georgia Tech games. We had club seats because one day she went and in front of like all of my dad's like fraternity alum, she's like, Kyle, where's the goalie? And he was like, it's a wrap. Like, you don't know what's going on. I love you. Thank you for bring, making a nice spread for the, the tailgate, but it's a wrap. So at the end of the day, even if I try, like, I'll root for the Giants. I'm like, let's fucking go. Because I know that if the Giants don't win, my house is going to feel tense for the next 48 fucking hours. Okay. So really, it's probably a little self-preservation. All right. But this woman is one of those older women. You know, she smokes palm oils and Newports outside of the Chili's every Sunday. She's like, you got the game on. You got the game on. And she pretends to be way more dialed in than her husband. Her husband honestly didn't really care. You know what I mean? You know that everybody has that like one aunt who rides motorcycles. She has crunchy moose in her hair. Full Western wear, but like not like like it too tribal adjacent where you're like, you can go and buy the aquamarine. You can go and buy the terracotta. You know, go go buy the turquoise. But I feel like it you got a couple too many extra feathers for being a white woman on that thing. You know what I mean? She's like, I got this at a casino in North Carolina. I went up there, I put on I put my life savings on the Tampa Bay Bucks, and the it was ninety seven. How'd they do? They lost. We lost it all. And you're just like, oh my god. So this is the energy behind me. The guy next to me scamming his two white friends, and I'm like, let's scam this bitch. Her. It, it was just there's something about a woman who pretends to be, and if she's. I'm not saying you can't be so dialed in. I, you know, shout out to my girl, Erin Andrews, who's like the queen of sports and who got me into sports, who who makes sports palatable for me. Shout out to my girl. Okay, shout out to my girl. I watch football because of my girl. Erin Andrews, one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Cooler than Cooler than anything, okay? I adore her. So I watch it for my girl. I'm sure also Jeff watches it for her because she is a very attractive woman. Shout out, babe alert. But there's some, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody has like a second aunt adjacent, you know, named Mandy. And Mandy's got crunchy hair and she's wearing a lot of Western gear that you're just like, I don't know if this is, I don't, it doesn't look comfortable as well. You know what I mean? And like she had the matching suitcase. She had the matching carry on with the makeup kit that slides on top. And it was like old Vera Bradley. Hard shell, but also soft at the same time with like a turquoise and brown and white paisley. Just 
pattern all over the suitcase. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to light, you know, we're taking off, taking my last sip of ginger ale. This guy's hanging up the phone and this woman's just like hitting the back of my chair. And at this point, it honestly, in a weird way, feels good because the back of my skull has been rattling against the front of my teeth with whatever this cold is that's going on. Okay. Literally, I get to the point every night around mm, 7 p.m., like clockwork. Okay. Like clockwork. And I don't know what's happening. It feels like my skull, like my hippocampus, hypothalamus, third eye is just sitting on the top of my molars, just like just rattling. Okay. I was going to post this on Instagram, but it's actually such a horrible video of me. I might just show it at the shows. I think I'm going to just show it at the shows this week. But this is, Jeff got this. Okay. And I want you to hear, this is how I've been sleeping every night. Now I'm going to put it up to the microphone. I don't know how to do this because, you know, I'm recording this in a hotel room, but I want to, um, Jeff recorded me the other night. This is me sleeping. Okay, here we go. That's me. Okay, that's me. My husband recorded this. Towards the tail end of the video, he's laughing so hard. He's shaking and it wakes me up. All right. This is how hard your girl has been down for the count. And there is no resting for the weary. I worked all fucking day. I got on my flight. I got here a day earlier than everybody else because I have to work tomorrow on California time. And I knew I didn't want to have to travel in the middle of the morning because I have meetings. I'm doing podcasts. Da, 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 da. It's midnight and I'm doing this fucking podcast. But that is how hard I have been sleeping every night. Snore occasionally, but when I'm stopped up, you can tell. I that was a an actual video. I will put it on the big screen of the shows this week, just for proof. Okay, that was not Jeff. That was me. California prunes are great for gut health, but did you know that they can help with bone health and heart health too? Plus, they're delicious. I'm excited to tell you about California prunes because they're going to become your new pantry essential. You know, you go in your pantry and you're looking around, you want a snack, but you want something that's going to keep your blood sugar low, be healthy, but also be delicious. Well, guess what? Reach for the California prunes. First off, they're an amazing healthy snack. And when you're in between meals and don't want something too carby or too sugary, that is my biggest problem. I'm like, everything spikes the blood sugar too much. California prunes are perfect. Visit californiaprunes.org for more information on delicious recipes. They contain dietary fiber plus nutrients to support good gut health, potassium to support heart health, and vitamin K, copper, and other antioxidants to support healthy bones. California prunes are a great ingredient for baking and cooking, and you can reduce the amount of sugar or oil in a recipe by swapping in prunes or prune puree. And prunes are terrific on a cheese or charcuterie board too. Doesn't get better than prunes. Maybe you don't know this, but prunes are delicious and have a rich, deep flavor that pairs beautifully with everything from espresso to chocolate, caramel, and cinnamon. And if you're a flavor fanatic, you just, you get it. It's freaking delicious. Listen, visit californiaprunes.org for more information on delicious recipes and pick up some California prunes on your next shopping trip for snacking, cooking, or baking. Or you can also visit californiaprunes.org for recipes and be sure to look for California prunes at your favorite supermarket and specialty shops.
When it comes to hair care, I realized, you know, not all hair is created equal, you know, and some of us are just trying to hold on to our damn hair. This is why I love pros, okay? Most of you have probably heard me singing the praise of pros before. It's the world's most personalized hair care. And switching to custom hair care from my regular routine to a custom routine with pros was one of the best things I've ever done for my hair. And the results I'm seeing just keep getting better. Pros knows that there's more to you than just your hair. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. Basically go on the website, take an in-depth hair quiz, and then by analyzing over 85 personal factors, pros handpicks clean ingredients that get you close to your hair goals with every wash. My favorite feature is Pros' review and refine tool, which lets me tweak my formulas for any reason in case I change up my address, my hair color, even my diet. And as a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced and ethically gathered and cruelty free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. And if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back. No questions asked. Pros is a healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros, that's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash absolutely. That's pros.com slash absolutely for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. So when this woman, every time, side note, the Tampa Bay Bucks, it was like zero to 40 by the time we land. Okay. So they didn't win. Spoiler alert. Her team didn't do great. Isn't that the team Tom Brady's on? I think he's on that team. Shout out to Giselle. So this woman just keeps hitting like hitting the back of my head. And at this, the guy next to me is even looking at me like, are you going to do anything? And honestly, it was like kind of jostling right at, like right at the nape of my neck. And it was moving the mucus a little forward. And for the first time, I like could feel my brain matter again. You know what I mean? When it's so full of congestion that you don't know what's going on. And I just for a second, I'm sitting there and I'm gripping my ginger ale. And this woman, and she's just hitting my seat because she's blackout. Crunchy hair Mandy is blackout. All right. We already knew she was drunk at the, she hit the chilies to go, then the TGI Fridays, then the, what else do we have? Oh, we've got a, a 4040 club in the Atlanta airport, which was like Jay-Z's old spot. Don't ask. I have a bone to pick with the Atlanta airport. That's all another story. So this woman's just hitting my chair and I just let it go. And for a moment, I looked up to this, I looked out the window to my right. And I'm usually an aisle girly. I'm not usually a window girly. And I look out and I just go, God is good. You know what I mean? Like, what else are you going to do? I just go, God is good. So then her husband at some point realizes, like, this woman's unhinged. She's like, Mandy, Mandy, take it down a notch. All right? Mandy, come on. And again, he doesn't even care about the game. He's pretending to, but he's been trapped in this relationship. And both of them, like, I just wanted to shake both of them and be like, Mandy, you don't have to pretend to love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers anymore. Because guess what? Carl, Carl was never really into him. He just pretended to be a big fan so that you would think he was a big macho man. And then you pretended to be a huge fan so that he would want to date you because you thought he was a fan. But if we all just sit here 
hold hands, look each other in the eyes, we'll all realize it's all been a big lie. It's been a big motherfucking lie. And if y'all got an extra 10K, we could give it to our boy over here and we could scam the whole first class. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, so we land and Mandy is on one. Okay, Mandy's let. So nothing pisses me off more too when you're flying and two rows behind you is now pushed to the front. I'm at row one. The buck stops here, Darby, okay? It doesn't matter. I got to get up. I got to get both of my bags, okay? The, the little bell hasn't even chimed. Ding, ding, like relax. So Mandy gets up. She's bit. So she looks at the guy across. He's like, tough game, because everybody knew that this bitch was freaking the fuck out about the Buccaneers. And she's just like, I mean, she literally said, you got to start somewhere. We got this far. And literally, I'm just like, I kind of wanted to thank her for hitting me in the back of the head because it was like a, a gentle massage. But I also was like, shut the fuck up. So then as I see her put her Vera Bradley, soft-sided, yet somehow still a hard shell, brown, turquoise, white, paisley swirl, circa 2002, luggage stacked it and pushed forward. So I'm just standing there, right? And I'm at the bulkhead. So I'm standing there with my hand and my hat on. And she goes, you gonna go? And I said, Mandy, go ahead. You're already set to go. I got a big bag. No, 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 no. We're gonna back up. We're gonna let you through. Very passive aggressively. But she was also knew she had been a cunt. So she was also sort of trying to be nice. It was weird. I couldn't read the room. And I go, by all means. And she goes, no, 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 you're first. So I back up and I go, great. So then the hot guy, the hot guy next to me, the financier is like, oh my God, let me get you that bag. My bag, my, my carry on, whatchamacallit, hard shell away bag is heavy as shit. I got your, the lanyards, the posters. That's another thing y'all don't realize. When I'm traveling, I've got three fucking huge bags with me, okay? I've got four glitter outfits, eight pairs of boots. I got to do press this week. I don't have a stylist. It's not like anybody's like coming to my house and packing for me. So I land from LA on Saturday. I'm on my deathbed, basically. From the moment I get up on Sunday to the moment I'm walking out the door on Monday, I am doing laundry, repacking, counting out the posters. You got VIP. I'm putting the tchotchkes together. Like it is still a one woman fucking operation. I would love nothing more. I would love nothing more than to have the Kim K service, maybe even like a D-list service. I'm sure somebody from like One Tree Hill at some point has had someone come to their house, repack their bags for them. You know, my dream, my wet dream, because I'm on the road so much, is to have like four matching suitcases. And every single suitcase is packed with the same black Lululemon t-shirts, the same four pairs joggers. And like, I want to be that person who has like six pairs of everything. And sometimes I do. If I find a shoe that fits, I do get the same thing. But I want the access. I want it just to be in my room. And so I drop one suitcase off and I grab the next and it's got the same shit. And I look like Steve Jobs and I only wear black turtlenecks and like like Levi jeans, you know, and maybe a New Balance sneaker. So I'm kind of, I kind of look like the lady from Theranos, but I also look like Steve Jobs. So everyone's confused with the touch of Larry David. I'd love that. But instead, 
I'm schlepping. I've got my own VIP lanyards for you dumb cunts who paid extra to meet me after the show. And for I will forever be grateful for that. You're the ones who keep me up in first class. Let's be honest. So I'm literally, this guy's like, oh my God, this bag's 800 pounds. And I'm like, I know. Again, sir, are you going to let me get in on this investment deal? I only have 10K to give. Also, that's a gamble. Like, let me know. Let a bitch know. And he's like, no, we're good. And I'm like, do you want to fuck in the bathroom? And he's like, absolutely not. Ma'am, you, he literally is like, ma'am, you have no skin from the tip of your nose to the top of your lip. There is no skin. It is raw. You are just bleeding. It is like one open wound. I don't think I want that anywhere near my dick. And I said, suit yourself. So then this lady is following up the galleyway behind me, just, you know, with her Vera Bradley 2002 straight out of Tucson with her crunchy fucking hair screaming about the Buccaneers. And I was like, I'm going to throw up. I said, I feel so nauseous right now. Like it felt good while she was hitting my head during the flight. And then once I was like standing at 10 and 2, I was like, I'm going to barf. So then, then we're not done. First of all, Austin, you make people walk 65 fucking miles to get to the the Uber pickup, the Lyft pickup. So I get an Uber XL luxury. I should probably just get car services everywhere I go, but it's easy, right? I get a big luxury SUV. I tend to spend more because I can expense it. I get a luxury SUV because if you get a regular XL, you never know. It could be somebody showing up in like a small Mountaineer or a Honda CRV. I need an XL big Big daddy, I've got three huge suitcases and like two duffels. I'm schlepping this shit myself. Again, I would love to have one duffel. I would love to have a stylist who comes to my house and repacks. And I have 475 of the same pairs of socks and jeans. And maybe she throws in like a cute new sweater every time. So when I get to my new destination, like when I get to Cleveland in a couple weeks, I'd unzip my bag and go, oh my God, I got two new sweaters. I'm crazy. But that's not where I'm at financially. Okay. That's not where I'm at organizationally. All right. I bet the bitch Mandy with the Vera Bradley soft-sided yet somehow hard-shelled bag has probably got cuter fits in her bag. Okay, that's where I'm at. So anyways, I'm schlepping my shit and I order an XL luxury car and I'm like, you know, you can see on the thing. I'm like, this guy isn't really moving. So I text him. Hey there, so sorry. I don't know if my app's frozen. It shows you haven't moved. I've now been waiting like eight minutes and it says he's four minutes away. I was like, just want to make sure like we're confirmed, right? Very nice. Thanks so much. Then all of a sudden I realized he hadn't moved. The The car starts moving on the app and it's like two minutes. It went from eight minutes to he was there in 30 seconds. So this guy pulls up in this giant SUV. Okay. And we're in like a parking deck is where they have the shared rides, Uber Lyft experience. So this guy pulls up and he whizzes past me. He goes like 40 people in front of me and I'm waving him down like, hello. Like I've landed at like 10 o'clock at night. So then he backs up, nearly takes out four children. You know, I'm appalled. But then I'm like, I kind of liked it. So, of course, safety standard, I check the license plate with the, the app. And I'm like, this is my guy. He gets out. Two gold teeth. You know what I mean? Two gold teeth. Tight outfit. Tight, tight, tight outfit. And I can just tell I'm like, drug dealer. You know what I mean? It's a vibe. 
It's a vibe. He also has a maroon, a maroon Escalade. Listen, if you're ever going to a car dealership and you have the option to choose between a hunter green, a slate gray, maybe an ivory and maroon, and you choose the maroons, you sell the cocaines. It's very easy. That's how that goes. So this guy grabs my bags, shines me his two gold teeth. I'm like, fuck yeah. There's no words exchanged. And I'm like, he- for Heather? And then he's throwing my bags in the back. I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and get in the car. So I get in the car. I can see he has the phone up on the dash and it says my name. I can see my profile. So I'm like, all right, I've double confirmed. He gets in the car. The app says 23 minutes to my hotel. Y'all, it was like Santa on his sleigh. There were no words spoken. The man spoke English and stuff. I mean, he said like, yeah, hello, what's up? And then we got in the car. He went 120 miles an hour down whatever the freeway is here. And that's at one point when I got on Instagram and I said, goodbye. Goodbye, my lover. And I said, this is it. And it was a weird moment where I just said, I like relinquished all control. And I kind of looked out and I saw the beautiful Austin City skyline. And I looked back down at my phone and I wanted to make sure he was, in fact, going the route. He is. He's going towards a hotel. And I, I could have said, could you slow down? I could have said, whoa. Instead, I just put my buckle on and I just gripped the armrests of this maroon Escalade and I put my head back and I just said, let's ride, daddy. You know what I mean? Like mumbled it under my breath. Let's ride, daddy. He got me door to door from pickup to drop off. Seven and a half minutes was supposed to be a 23 minute ride. Seven and a half minutes. Now, one might think that sounds insanely dangerous. Was it? Yes. How do we not get pulled over? I don't know. But the light of the Lord was with me. And I just think that sometimes I get myself into these precarious situations. A, maybe it's because I'm a comedian and I just, these, these characters fall in my lap. But I feel like after the harrowing situation dealing with Mandy and the hot scammer next to me on the airplane, it was time for God to say, Heather, you know what? You've had a sinus infection for two weeks. You've been in a bunker writing the script of your life that you hope that some woman named Cheryl will pick up who doesn't even probably know who you are. You were not on the cover, but had a huge spread in The Hollywood Reporter last week. And no one... (laughs) No one has called yet to give you a straight to offer acting gig. But you know what? This is the time. It's coming. It's around the corner. You're on the comeback tour. You're in Austin, Texas, one of your favorite cities in the world. And yes, you might die in this maroon escalade. But for this moment, for this split moment, as your life flashes before your eyes, remember, you you got yourself in this situation. And will you be able to get yourself out? No. But also remember, you are loved. You worked your ass off. And never forget. (laughs) You know what I mean? That was like the haiku. That was the inner monologue. 
It was God just being like, let it go, bitch. You cannot control everything that's going on in your life right now. I've got all these deadlines for work. I know you guys have deadlines. You know, I've got all these fucking deadlines. I'm like, absolutely not. And there's only one of me. And then my writing partner, there's only one of her. And we're trying to juggle it all. Meanwhile, we're finishing editing the the comedy special. And we've got to finish this script. I don't know if you've ever written a script. It's one of the hardest things you'll ever do. And I'm going to tell you this right now. This is really fucking funny. And I'm very proud of the work I do. I loved our last script. They should have picked it up. But we're pivoting. We're pivoting. We're pivoting. So you know what? I just had to have a real humble moment. And I I didn't, you know, it was like I was gripping the armrest of these captain seats in this maroon Escalade. And I kind of just like let my, let my acrylic nails that need to be desperately, desperately need to be redone. I kind of just like unclenched my hand, softened my jaw, took a half a deep breath in because I can't really take a full breath. And I went, ah, we're going to be okay. And I pulled up to this hotel on two wheels to the point where the valet said, you good? And then the guy got my bags, the Uber driver got my bags, threw them on the sidewalk, threw me a deuces, was like deuces. And I just yelled five star and tipped him 20%. And I don't know what that says about me. I don't know if that says that that was a life lesson that I needed to learn that God was just like, you can't control everything right now. You're going to ride in this maroon Escalade with his drug dealer after you got hit in the back of the skull by a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan next to a hot guy on a flight who wasn't flirting with you. You know what I mean? Maybe that that trifecta, that swirl of things that just happened in the last two and a half hours needed to happen. As a reminder to myself, I can't do it all. But you know what I can do? I can trust in the Lord. I can trust in the Lord. He got me here safely. And you know, some days we got to remember it's about the journey, not just getting to the destination. I got here. Am I safe? Did I meet some kookadoos along the way? Yeah, you bet your ass I did. Did I learn something about myself? I sure did. Sometimes we got to slow down and remember it's about the journey not just about getting to the destination. I don't know if you can hear it, but somebody is drag racing in the street right now down the streets of Austin. And it might be my Uber driver. And never forget, I snored like a freight train the other night. And I'm glad I'm married because nobody else would have me. If you saw what my neck looked like in this video that Jeff took, you know, Oh God, it's ugly. I just pulled it up on my phone. It's bad. Anyways, so this is a reminder, absolutely not to getting in a car with a drug dealer. And I'm not, I'm not stereotyping, but you and I both know if you had a friend named Brittany, it was always Brittany, who dated a guy who went to another school, he had a maroon car. And what did he do? He sold weed. You know, he did. This guy was riding like it was his last, like, like I was waiting for the cops to be behind us. And he just said deuces. And I was like, five star. And honestly, because I needed that reminder. I needed that gentle reminder. But it's also a gentle reminder. If you know anybody with a maroon car, I mean, my girl Jackie Schimmel is trading in her maroon. When that bitch pulled up to take me to lunch one day in a maroon Mercedes, I, I almost called the police. I almost called 
you know, the Today Show, Good Morning America. I called all the news outlets and just said, arrest her immediately. But maroon car, drug dealer. A lady with crunchy hair, lying to herself. And a hot guy sitting next to you on a flight talking about a $10 million deal that he's going in on with his boys is not trying to flirt with you. He's actually just trying to make a living. And maybe you could learn something about the stock market. Melissa, maybe you could get your head out of the sand and the housewives to learn how to day trade. So it's not about the journey. It's about getting there safely or not. You live on the edge. Let's get to the voicemails. Heather, it's your girl, Linda from Kentucky. Listen, I'm calling with an absolutely yes, but it's also an absolutely not. It is currently eight o'clock on a Monday night and I am just now leaving work. I mean, I'm a team of idiots, but I pulled three extra hours so that I could take an extended lunch break, not once, not twice, but thrice the rest of this week so I can get dicked down by a coworker who also happens to manage a team of idiots. So we have to do this on the down low. How did we get here? How did we get here? I'll tell you, when you're a 30-something-year-old single mom with teenagers, I have three who live at home, they're nosy as hell, and I can't exactly do this at night. So you have to work extra hours during the week so that you could get dicked down while they're at school. So absolutely yes to the DL dick appointment, but absolutely not to having to work extra hours in order to do this. Anyways, can't wait to see your show later in the spring. Bye. I know you feel crazy, right? You're skeeting around. You're doing the, you're doing some dirty work at work, but I love it. And I want you to rephrase this, okay? I want you to rephrase this because think about, I'm jelly right now. You know what I mean? I'm jelly. How hot is a little midday, little midday romp around in the, the utilities closet? That's hot. Maybe in the back of your station wagon. Maybe you've got a maroon. If this guy has a maroon Escalade, though, walk away. I love it, though. Good for you, mama. Good for you. Now, I hear you absolutely not to the fact that you feel like you have to be a dirty whore and put in extra hours. But it, listen, remember, it's not, about, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. So yeah, you had to put in those three hours, but you got three more inches of dong in you. And that, that is glass half full. And remember, what are we going to do this year? Keep an attitude of gratitude. I hear your frustration, though. You're a great mom, though, and you got to pat yourself on the back. So even when we're all trying to do too much, right, you're saying, I'm putting in too much work. I had to stay around. I had to work an extra. I'm here at work till 8 p.m. So you can take an extended lunch break with a coworker. But you know what? Tomorrow, when 11 and 30 rolls around and you know you don't have to be back in the office till 2 and you're going to go get freaky, I don't know, at a hotel, at a Ramada Inn, down the street, just because, think about how alive you'll feel. Think about how alive you're going to feel in that moment. It's sexy. It's spicy. It's dangerous. 
but not again, consensual, consensual to consenting adults. And, you know, you know, your children are safe at school or, you know, everybody knows where everybody's supposed to be. But either way, I hear you absolutely not to having to sneak around. You didn't think you'd be in this predicament. You didn't think you'd probably be in this situation in life. But you know what? You're, you're grabbing the bull by the horns and apparently grabbing your coworker by the dick. Again, consensual. From what I know, he that's what he likes. So again, let's keep it cool. You know, you're allowed to have your kinks. Now, I will say, if you know, I don't know what kind of hotels or where you're having this sex in the afternoon, but if we're downgrading, like if he starts you at the Ritz and then you end up at the Ramada, it's a wrap. But if you start at the Ramada and he does it just to see how like crazy kinky you are and then end you up at the Ritz, like we build to that. And he, by the time you're fucking at the Ritz, he better have a bubble bath, rose petals and a ring ready for you. I'm just letting you know. You know what I mean? I don't know what y'all are trying to do. I don't know where you're trying to go. But don't don't go from the Ritz down to Ramada. Only go Ramada up. We're going up the chain, not down. You know what I'm saying? But that's romantic, dude. I might have to do that with my husband. We haven't had sex in a, a week and a half because, well, if he put his dick anywhere near my mouth, I would die. And going down there, I just... <laughs> I'm not getting air up here, so I also can't be clogged up down there. Do you know what I mean? If we clog both holes, it's because my pussy needs to breathe. In fact, it's breathing right now. I'm in a very nice hotel and just pantyless, you know, on a crisp hotel luxury linen. Just I do believe you need to let it breathe sometimes. You know, again, it's about the journey, not the destination. So absolutely yes to you getting your freak on. And absolutely not to you doubting yourself and beating yourself up. Girl, you saw something, you went for it, you knew you had to put in the hard work. Do you know how many other women listening to this right now would be dying for a lunchtime dick down by a coworker? Yeah. But instead, they're screaming at the Tampa Bay Bucks, pretending to care. So let's keep it what? Glass half full. Attitude of gratitude for getting dicked down by a coworker. Let's get to the next voicemail. What's up, Heather? Um, listen, I have called to your hotline so many times. I've never made it on the podcast, but I think I finally have it. I am literally, I have had it up to here with these fucking people going on social media in their fucking ice baths or their fucking cold showers. Like, think about this. We are at a point in society where people are like, Fuck that hot water. I would rather suffer in a cold bath and then act superior about it and then put it on social media because they all think we give a fuck. Dude, I don't. And I'm, listen, I'm all about it. You do you, baby. But you know what? Some things are just, it's good to do it in silence, right? Like we have lost the art as a society to do things in quiet and in peace and to mind your own fucking business. You know what I mean? I say this with love. Um, Anyways, yeah. If this doesn't make it on the hotline, I don't think anything ever will because this is single-handedly probably the most passion I've ever had about anything. And um, as always, love and light. Bye, Heather. 
Okay, friend, sister friend, I'm so glad you could finally make it to the podcast too. Yet again, I feel like the anger was geared towards me. A lot of y'all call in and then, you know, I should have somebody helping me with this. It's just me going through it. So I apologize. I'm just getting to it. But I got to be honest with you. This is a great voicemail. It also has me teetering on confusion. I don't know which side to pick. I'm going to argue both sides says my family that I couldn't be an attorney. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Watch me, bitch. Judge, am I in? Tap me in. Let's go. All right. Here's the deal. It's ironic that I, out of all the books that I chose to bring this week to read at night, you know, because I have crippling anxiety, was the Wim Hof Hof Method, which this guy is, I don't know, like half polar bear, half Nordic Viking. And he has all these like life hacks. He has these breathing techniques and this, you know, he does the cold plunge and all this shit. And I saw it at the bookstore in LA and I was like, you know, I'm just going to read it. I mean, what can it hurt? You know what I mean? Like at this point. At this point, if anything, this guy looks cozy. He looks fun. He looks like he'll do a couple vodka shots with you after you jump into a lake in, you know, Canada. Like, I'm just, I was into it. So I posted this on my Instagram the other day, and I had a couple people message me like, this guy's nuts. (laughs) One lady was like, he's an anti-vaxxer. I'm like, at this point, we're all fucking nuts. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I've had COVID 55 times. Like, we got to keep rolling. Okay, if somebody doesn't want to take a shot, I don't even give a fuck anymore. You could look me dead ass in my eyes and be like, you know what? I didn't get vaccinated. I go, I don't give a fuck. I don't care anymore. You do you. We're done here. Okay, move along. And we're all screwed. But this guy, I can't speak to what I've learned yet because I haven't even cracked the book open. Meant to read it on the flight. Start reading it on the flight yesterday. But remember, I had a woman with crunchy hair kicking the back of my teeth. I will say it is obnoxious how all of a sudden everybody's become like the polar plunge aficionados. Remember back in the day where you would see like your maybe like three friends that were doing it for charity and it was always in New York and they were always on like Rockaway Beach and it was like January 1st and that's what you did. You started off the new year with the polar plunge and the whole time I would be like, guys, I don't know if you should polar plunge at Rockaway Beach. It is filthy. You know what I mean? That's like jumping into the Hudson with your mouth open. Not exactly the cleanest of waters. Apparently, though, the health benefits of when you start polar plunging and hot sauning and going back and forth, to me, it just sounds like a sinus infection waiting to happen. If I go from hot to cold to hot to cold, I mean, that's why I'm in this predicament in the first place. I was in Cabo and then I went to fucking L.A. where it was cold, wet and rainy. Bada bing, bada boom. That's what happened. But apparently it does wonders. Do I feel like there is an absorbent amount of social pressure to cold plunge? I sure do. And I hear you. What the fuck happened to a warm, toasty, hot shower? When did we become as a society so insufferable that we can't even enjoy the common delicacies? Do you know how badly somewhere in like Eastern Uzbekistan, how badly that they would love a hot shower. Talk to the Serbians. You know what I mean? It's January, whatever this week. I'm sure they would die for a jacuzzi. Now, I got to be honest with you right now. If we're going all the way to the other end, going from cold plunge to jacuzzi, I'm not a jacuzzi girl. And I know 
a lot of y'all are trying to, you know, re regain control of the steering wheel because that that little ditty almost took you off a bridge. But I I've never been a jacuzzi girl. One, I don't trust the water. You know what I mean? I don't I don't trust the water. And two, I usually, by the time I want to get into a jacuzzi, maybe if I jacuzzi in the morning, I'd be a different person. But I like a jacuzzi if I'm going to do it at night, okay? And when do you see a jacuzzi? At a, at a hotel pool? In a spa? I trust no one with the jacuzzis. I'd rather, you know, and I'm, I'm going to drink a, a bottle of red wine if I'm getting in a jacuzzi. And you know what you're not supposed to do? Exactly that. It's like one of the most dangerous things you can do. I think there's more jacuzzi deaths, don't quote me, after consuming alcohol and getting in a hot sauna with, you know, bubble. Like, I just have never been a jacuzzi girl. Now, all this being said, I believe that the health benefits, without even cracking this book, for cold plunge and all that shit, are, it's supposed to be invigorating, reset your central nervous system, bada bing, bada boom. As somebody who dealt with panic attacks a little bit the last two years, I found that putting something cold on my vagus nerve, which is right in the middle of your chest, right? So like right where your clavicle is, is very calming. You can also like just stick your face in a bucket of ice and that also helps. Anyways, I hear you. Why can't we just enjoy the simple things in life? Also, it does feel like we're getting very braggadocious right? Like as a society, like we get it, America, you got nice things like hot water. But the rest of the world in some spots does not. Also, this is just a testament to what little baby back bitches we are. They were like, I can't do two minutes in a cold plunge. Meanwhile, somebody in the middle of the Amazon forest is like, welcome to my world, bitch. You know what I mean? I'm lucky if I get the remaining cold droplets of a rare iguana trickled on my face every day to wake me up. And we're over here actively choosing not to use hot water to bathe. It's unhinged. It's ludicrous. Absolutely not. However, this morning, okay, so I I did a two-parter. Gigs up, guys. I never, I usually always record the podcast all the way through. I did. The NyQuil started kicking in last night and I had to stop. So I just took a hot shower. I listened to this voicemail before I got in the hot shower. I said, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try the three minute cold splash at the end. And I'll tell you what, I don't want to admit it. Bitch feels invigorated. I had it on like 110. Like I'm in a fancy hotel where you can really crank it. So I'm taking the hot shower, getting the sinuses running, letting that mucus just just sit on the lungs. And then I could only do like 60 seconds. Towards the end, woke my ass up. I'm zipping. I walked down to breakfast, got a iced coffee and an almond croissant and said, sir, am I glowing or am I glowing? Now, I have the hot sauna bag at home. I spent like $1,000 on this thing. And then I found you could get them on Amazon. I've talked about this before on here. Although, I don't know if I necessarily trust the like $100 sauna bags. You know what I mean? Like what are the coils made out of? What's the infrared? It's probably made somewhere by our like, you know, political mortal enemy. Like the Russians are just putting radiation through us. But, you know, because we're Americans, we need materialism as soon as possible. So we buy the $100 bag, whatever. I tried to order. I spent an absorbent amount of money on this like box. I love it. 
I love my sauna box. It's fucking great. I don't even get to use it enough. I am jealous of the people who have those built-in saunas in their house. In fact, maybe for my birthday this year, I will put my couch cushion coin together and get one of those. I'm obsessed with it, okay? I literally sit in this, what it looks like a giant igloo. I, I put it in my office and I just sit in this thing. It, you feel amazing. You, the sweat's great. You feel great. But the whole idea, I think, is that you're supposed to go sauna, plunge, sauna, plunge. Like, why can't I just do one or the other? Why does it got to be back and forth and up and down? Like, just let me fucking sweat and then let me lay in a, a pool of my own, you know, fat cells and filth and just think about what I've done this week. We always got to do the extra thing. So, sister friend, I hear you. It's obnoxious. But I also want to tell you, I also want to tell you, I think they may be on to something. You know, I promise if I start cold plunging, I will never put it on the internet. I will just come to this podcast and I will bitch and fucking complain. Or I will revel in the fact that I am so much better than all of you because I have changed my life and have quote unquote breathing techniques and polar plunge. I mean, listen, I have done a little research and I'm pretty sure if you talk to the people of Norway, Sweden and like Copenhagen, they're like like the happiest people. It could be because they have, you know, good health care and the, the food is clean and they're getting a lot of omega-3 fatty acids from all the fresh fish they eat. I don't know. I'm sure there are factors, but they don't get a lot of sunlight in the winter up there. And it's still apparently a very happy group of people. So do we need to post this shit on Instagram? No. Okay. Stop it. We got it. You, you know, raided your grandpa's barn and got an old pig trough and put ice in it. Good for you, Melissa. No one fucking cares. Okay. But do I think that we should all start maybe doing a 30 second cool rinse in the shower to wake our little pussies up? Yeah, I do. I do. I feel fantastic. I also did two shots of Afrin, which you know is highly addictive in my nose today. And it's the first day that I've been able to take a deep breath. So while I hear you fully on board, if you want a cold plunge, if you want to, you know, just basically brag about the fact that you have so much extra income that you can waste hot water, that you don't even need it. You are so rich. You don't even need the warmth of the water. Then fine, but do it on your own time. And don't bring Kevin, the creator of Instagram, or I don't know who started TikTok, the Chinese. Don't bring us, the rest of us into it. Okay? Don't bring us into it. Just like Mandy on the flight, who's kicking the back of the nape of my neck all day. We don't need to know you're a Buccaneers bandwagon baby back bitch. We got it. You enjoy it, do it on your own time. Maybe at a baby shower, turn to the girls around you and say, hey, have you been dealing with anxiety and stress? I got to be honest with you. Have you ever cold plunged? Let's talk about it. Pull them to the side, hand them a mimosa, make it a, a neutral territory, a safe space to discuss health and wellness, but do not get on your fucking Instagram and start posting and cold plunging. I took the plunge. Because when I think of cold plunge, it's Rockaway Beach, January 1st, and everybody comes out with a flesh-eating bacteria. You want to talk about something that'll really wake you up? Flesh-eating bacteria. But I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. But hey, you do what you got to do. Remember, it's about the journey, 
not the destination. There are some days on here that I just realize I could do motivational speaking easy, easy, easy. So when the comedy career crumbles, I'm going to start a pyramid scheme slash cult. And that's what it's all about. You guys, this has been a fantastic episode. I love you. I mean it. Please call into the hotline next week, 800-213-7503. I will be in Augusta. I've got two shows in Charleston. Then we're hitting Cleveland and Cincinnati. I am on the road. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. All the shows since Christmas have been selling out fast, so you better get your tickets. It's going to be so fun. And don't you fucking dare have the audacity to text me or tag me or DM me like, I didn't know you were coming to Cleveland. I told you, bitch. It's obvious that the weeks you skip on the podcast, I told you, bitch. I'm coming all over. I'm coming all over. Again, get your tickets at heatherontour.com and you can call into the absolutely not line, 800-213-7503. I love you. I mean it. I will see you on the next episode. Arrivederci. Ciao, bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.